Join me, your host, Kian Licardo, along with special guests in some episodes, as we ponder about anything under the sun. The Wandering Wonder is a podcast that tuckles and explores a myriad of topics that people are at the edge of their seats for, ranging from mysterious to horrifying stories, from mental health to love and relationship, and providing not only casual and somehow funny discussions, but also controversial, debatable problems the world is facing today. The goal of this podcast is to share insights and opinions with everybody, as well as provide entertainment and excitement that will add spice to everybody's lives. All views and opinions expressed in this podcast are solely those of the speakers and the host. It is recommended that you perform independent research and seek professional advice if needed. Hey guys, hope you're having a great day and for some, have a great day ahead. Welcome back to the show and welcome back to The Wandering Wonder. I can't believe that we're already doing the 7th episode. For those of you who don't know, there's this thing in the podcast world saying that in order for you to continue moving on or continue growing, let's say, you need to have at least 7 episodes. It's like the curse that you should break when you start doing podcasts. I don't know why and how it started, but it just happened. It probably doesn't make sense, but yeah, I don't know. That's the thing. I actually know a few people who broke through the curse, but some of them have, you know, stopped doing podcasts or maybe they're just really resting, you know, for like a year. <laughs> I don't know. Well, anyway, thank you so much for inspiring me to reach up until this episode. Thanks for giving me the strength to keep on recording new episodes every week. Today's episode is really interesting. Well, for me, I think that it is something that most of us have experienced without knowing that there's actually a term for it. I do believe that most people have gone through this and that they didn't know it. According to a survey which was done last year, around 9 to 82% of people have experienced this phenomenon. Have you ever felt like you don't belong anywhere? As if your friends, your family, or your special someone don't deserve you because you feel inferior to them. Or that feeling when you feel like you're a fraud and that you don't deserve your accomplishments, your job, or anything that you gained. And you think that you just got so lucky that you were able to reach this point of your life. You start to, you know, doubt your skills, your talents, yourself generally because you feel like you're not capable of doing such thing or anything. And this, my friend, is called the imposter syndrome, or what the psychologists call the imposter phenomenon. So what is imposter syndrome? As I was reading through different blogs and, you know, medical PDFs, Abigail Abrams mentioned that imposter syndrome is the idea that you've only succeeded due to luck and not because of your talent or qualifications. It is a psychological term referring to a pattern of behavior where people doubt their accomplishments and have a persistent and often internalized fear of being exposed as a fraud. People who suffer or experience the aforementioned syndrome or phenomenon, they call their success luck or good timing. Okay, so this notion was first identified in 1978 by 
psychologists Pauline Rose Clance and Suzanne Imes. At first, they theorized that women were uniquely affected by imposter syndrome. They thought that this phenomenon only occurred to women. But through thorough research, it was shown that both men and women, us alike, experience imposter feelings and clans published later a paper acknowledging that imposter syndrome is not limited to women. So why do people experience imposter syndrome? Psychology and other field of studies have tried to dig deeper, you know, based on what I've read regarding this phenomenon, but they weren't able to find any answer. Up until now, there hasn't been a single answer as to why people experience imposter syndrome. Apparently, some experts believe it has something to do with personality traits, you know, like anxiety or neuroticism, while other factors focus on family or behavioral causes. Sometimes childhood memories such as feeling that your grades were never good enough for your parents or that your siblings outshone you in certain areas can leave a lasting impact. People often internalize these ideas that in order to be loved or be lovable, I need to achieve something. I think that this is probably the effect when our parents or whoever it may be who used to compare us to other people just because we weren't able to meet their expectations. I've already mentioned this on the previous episodes, but for some people who haven't started this show, I am also an individual who's full of insecurities in life, you know, just like everyone else. And because of this problem, I often compare myself as well to others, to my friends, to my family, and worse, to strangers, honestly. I believe that most of my achievements happened out of pure luck. Valerie Yang, who is an imposter syndrome expert, said that a sense of belongingness fosters confidence. That way, external factors play a major role in spurring the imposter feeling. She also added that the more people who look or sound like you, the more confident you feel. And conversely, the fewer people who look or sound like you, it can and does, for many people, impact their confidence. So how do we solve this problem? How do we get off the chains of being an imposter? One of the first steps in overcoming imposter feeling is to acknowledge the thought and put them in perspective. We need to reframe our own thoughts. Valerie Young says that she reminds people that the only difference between someone who experiences imposter syndrome and someone who does not is how they respond to challenges. People who don't feel like imposters are no more intelligent or competent or capable than the rest of us. This is actually good because this simply means that we just have to learn to think like non-imposters. Learning to value constructive criticism, you know, understanding that you're slowing your team down when you don't ask for help or remembering that the more you practice a skill, the better you will get at it can all help. Be confident. Don't just wait until you feel confident to act like it. Admit when you don't know something and be authentic and accept that you don't know everything. There are just times that we need to be confident even if you don't know anything because that's just how life goes. Communicate and seek encouragement. I know it sounds a silly advice, but sometimes you need a pep talk. 
When you're feeling down about yourself, tell a parent, a teacher, or a close friend. Be willing to accept their encouragement and don't just tell yourself that they're just being nice. If you accept and internalize what they say, you might just live by it. Take risks and get out of your comfort zone. Take risks and get out of your comfort zone. When you tell yourself that you fooled them again or that you got lucky again, you're going to start avoiding taking on challenges and opportunities just in case you won't be able to pull it off like last time. Perhaps the most limiting part of dealing with imposter syndrome is that it can limit our courage to go after new opportunities. Explore potential areas of interest and put ourselves out there in a meaningful way. Most people experience moments of doubt, and that's normal. The important part is not to let that doubt control your actions. The goal is not to never feel like an imposter. The goal is for you to realize that you'll always have an imposter moment, but you should never, ever have an imposter life. If you like the music that you heard in my podcast, go and check Siddhartha Courses and Ixsense Music. They provide free and awesome music for everyone. I'll be providing their respective links in the description box. Also, don't forget to follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at WNDRNGWNDRR. Feel free to send me a message for suggestions, comments, and even criticisms. I'll gladly accept all of them. Again, it's me, Kian, your host for The Wandering Wanderer, where we venture together to fill our thirst for knowledge and continuously nurture ourselves for the better.